What is going on, America? It's your boy Sherman Obed back here once again with another amazing episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Obed, good to see you as always. Happy holidays. We're what a week away from Christmas now. Yeah, right. Coming out is crazy, man. It's really, the year is moving very quickly. I thought it was already like you know Thanksgiving and turn around and it's almost January first. <laughs> Dude, 2021 is what two weeks away from being over. You know, yeah. uh, it's it's kind of crazy to pass what now two years that we've had in this country. It's 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 where you know it's it's or even all, all over the world. I think two the last two years have probably been a blur to most folks. But uh, we're we know we're moving along and happy holidays to everyone. Thank you for listening in once again. Um, let's get into it, Obed. We're gonna do a complete complete NFL episode this week. Maybe drop some dimes and a few other things. But yeah, we're ready to keep it rolling. We're going to do start off with a quick recap of week 14 in the NFL. Uh, and we know week 15 started the other day. We're a little late this week, but you know, hey, life comes at you, you know, so right. here, here we are. So let's get into it first. Um, one of the matchups I wanted to recap was the Minnesota Pittsburgh game. That was last week, Thursday. Um, Minnesota had their lead. They were up heavy in this one early and they almost damn near blew it. Maybe it wasn't for Chase Claypool or a lack of time management on all that, that play there. Yeah, um, yeah. And you, it's funny, Obey, when when uh, you were actually down my way. That's right. We were at the Bucks Bills game last week. You had you showed me something about the Vikings. How if they didn't give up any points in the last two minutes of every game this year, they'd probably be like undefeated or something like that, right? Yeah. So you know the, these stats coming out because everybody knows Mike Zimmer is a defensive minded coach from his days back with the uh, the Bengals. Um, you know, it's just the Vikings rank in the bottom eight of almost every defensive category. They're 27th against the run, 25th in pass defense, 25th in points allowed, 27th in total yards allowed. But if the Vikings defense had not allowed any points in the last two minutes of every game, they'd be mm -hmm. undefeated right now. Wow. That's a, I think that's an incredible stat. The fact that you, this is, you've got to practice your two minute drill, two minute drill defense. I mean, I, I just, it, it's got to be a lapse in, in defense. You know, I mean, there have been some brilliant plays, you know, Harrison Smith interception here, or there, some key uh, tackles. And to his credit, Kirk Cousins is not the reason this team is losing. Kirk Cousins is the reason this team is in games, even with a lot of the, you know, COVID issues they've had, Adam Thielen being out. Um, mm -hmm. Crazy that Kirk Cousins is an unvaccinated player who has never had COVID. So, uh, you know, <laughs> call, color me crazy on that one uh, surprised <laughs> for that one but yeah it's it's uh I, I don't know i don't know maybe if he's can... doing he's doing what he needs to do to protect himself you know right yeah pet, praying to his rock uh, that is the significance <laughs> of his meaning to his family whatever the hell that is um <laughs> you know sherman i have a question even everything considered you look at the playoff picture are the vikings the best non-playoff team uh i gotta say they are man i mean dude look at the, i mean just really quick looking at their their losses they've they don't think they've lost by more than eight points that was that was to the 49ers this entire season you know what i mean the first the Bengals by three the cardinals by one the browns by seven the cowboys by four ravens by you know what i mean mm -hmm. as far as the non-playoff teams yeah i mean like like you said if they hadn't given up these defense hasn't given up points towards the end they could easily you could be undefeated that's insane they've got insane. the offensive talent you know, I mean, with obviously with Justin Jefferson coming coming along, you know, in his second year now, mm -hmm. um, standout player his rookie year. At you said Alan Peel and Dill, Justin Jefferson. Like it's funny because when they traded to uh, Stefan Diggs to, to my Buffalo Bills, I thought, man, that's a big void to fill, and they have certainly filled it with with, with JJ there. You know, yeah. Also uh, and, KJ Osborne as well, doing a mm -hmm. great uh, his best. Uh, to help bolster that uh, receiving core missing Adam Thielen. But again, you know, the engine for that offense is Dobbin Cook. I mean, who comes off the separate shoulder for 205 yards, you know? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I mean, you can make an argument. I mean, he's after Derrick Henry, you know, he's probably, he's probably the second best running back in the league, probably, right? I mean, people want to say Christian McCaffrey, but it's like he's always, always injured. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's kind of hard to put him up there. Talent-wise, I mean, he can certainly be up there, but yeah. just on the play, you know, running the running the rock effectively and efficiently, you know, it, I, yeah. yeah. 
And Jonathan I, yeah. Taylor's got to be in that discussion as well. I still honestly, for what he's able to do, even with some of the injuries he's had, I think Alvin Kamara is just world talented compared to other uh, running backs, you know? Yeah, he is too as well too. Yeah, but I mean, for as far as your direct question, yeah, I mean, right now the Vikings are sitting in the eighth spot, I believe. So clearly they're the they're the best out of the non-playoff teams, but quite frankly, they're they're better than what their record shows. And I think we both know that. They're, I mean, even at six and seven, they, there's no way, they shouldn't even be six and seven. They should easily have a least three or four more wins easily on on their record but hey like you said don't blame Kirk Cousins for this one this is not his fault we we, uh, might have to revisit this after the Ravens lose to the Packers because they're definitely about to miss the playoffs (laughs) why that's gonna be one as sure enough you you mentioned Baltimore um he had a significant injury in last week's loss to to Cleveland now has has he been cleared is is he good to go for this for this week's game Obed do you know so Lamar Jackson I I, you know it's I don't know if he's been cleared I have my understanding he is not practiced I think they're going to roll out Tyler Huntley um just and this is just something for the fans to keep track of if somebody gets their ankle stepped on and then when they go down they immediately grab their knee it's a high ankle sprain and so when the you know coaches come out and they say, oh, he's got an ankle sprain, it's more than likely a high ankle sprain because you don't grab your knee when somebody twists your ankle. That's a high ankle sprain. So, you know, there's mm-hmm. very rarely anyone who comes back in within two weeks, let alone three, with the kind of skill set Lamar Jackson has. And uh, I think we're going to finally see a test like, hey, Lamar, your ankle, your, your, your lower extremities are injured. Can you make this happen with your arms? That's it, bro. This mm-hmm, is this mm-hmm. is why I keep telling people that if you can't throw the ball, you are at a disadvantage and probably hurting your team more than you're helping them. Yeah. Running isn't going to be something that you can do for many years of your career, but you can throw as long as you can throw, as long as you can throw. And we're going to find out if you right. can throw. Right. It's funny. It's funny you say that because... I don't know if you watch the uh, HBO show The Shop, which is you know brought to you by Le- LeBron James, and he has different celebrities. And Tom Brady was on there some weeks back, and he was saying how you know how like, different, different athletes have different capabilities. You know, he goes, you know, I can't run, I can't tackle, I can't hit, I can't do this, but I can throw the crap out of a out of a football. Yeah. <laughs> you hear what I mean? And has I paid him his entire career since he was in middle school. Okay. Right. That's, so, yep. <laughs> I don't care that you're running for a hundred yards every game. You're going to take a lick and you're not going to run for 10 yards in a game. And if you only mm-hmm. throw for a hundred, I guarantee your team is going to lose. Right. Exactly. Exactly. My point is like, this is what a quarterback does. You have to be able to throw the rock efficiently. That's how you survive, you know, have a long, have a career, you know, longevity as Tom Brady has done over the number of years. He's not, you know, I think in, in the game against Buffalo, I think he scrambled for what a couple of me like 20, 30 yards and like that only because the play really, really broke down, but they're not, desi- they're not calling design runs for Tom Brady at like they are for Josh Allen and furthermore, you know what I mean? Or we Ooh, were going to always going to talk about his injury as well. Go ahead. Yeah, please go ahead. You know, cause he got hurt yeah. as well too. Yeah, go. You know, I mean, listen, we're talking about, that was, that was a great game, you know, real back mm-hmm. and forth struggle, really, you know, bring hats off to Tampa Bay, Raymond Jane stadium was rocking. Uh, but, you know, I think that there's, there's a lot of issue with the bills being unable to run the ball, you know, bills being unable to stop the run. Um, I, I think it was very promising for them to be able to find some offensive production. Uh, albeit we know the Tampa Bay secondary is not so great as we expected because of injury, but Richard Sherman got his first pick with them on, on a, a Josh Allen. So, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know, Josh Allen got rolled up on, looked a little gingerly finished the game, you know, I think had a rushing touchdown even after that. Uh, but you know, he was spotted at a showing of, um, the Hamilton. He was not wearing a brace. He was not limping. You know, I think some just insiders not saw a caught a picture of him and his girlfriend there. Um, but it's, it's kind of scary, you know, but I think Josh Allen could be in the, in the league for 10, 15 years being able to do what he does, but mm-hmm. that's all going to be, that's all going to come down to like, will the bills find a run game? Cause you can't keep throwing him out there as the, as the sacrificial lamb to get these yards. Right, right. I mean, yeah, and he led the team in in rushing this in this game against over in Tampa Bay with 109 yards. And I mean, had a 12 carries. Well, their actual running backs had seven carries total combined. That goes to show you they're just constantly running him. You know, calling these 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 design runs more, which they don't need to be. I mean. Maybe more, maybe they do need to because of the lack of the run game from their actual backs that they have. You know, it's great. Devlin Single, I've said it 
I think I've said it on this show before. Devin Singletary and Matt Breeder are, are not the answers. You know, is, even is Zach, Zach Masias, he, he was think, a healthy scratch that game. He's been a healthy scratch twice this year. Yeah, but but maybe he's just, he, he's not a, he's not he's not a deficient as, uh, as either of them, either of them are, dude. You know what I mean? You have to be able. I mean, you've got to take it back to me. I know it's become a passing league. I know that. You know, teams are throwing for over 400 yards every almost every week now easily. Um, but you got to be able to run the football. You got to mean because otherwise there's no, there's no play action is meaningless. You can't run the football, right? It's funny. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Staley said that you don't need play action. You don't need to run the ball effectively to have play action. But if we look at all the teams that have, you know, decent records and are looking at, you know, a good playoff berth, these teams for the most part have good running. You know, the Patriots have great running. The Packers have great running. Uh, Cardinals with James Conner have great running. Mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, the Chargers, the Buccaneers, Buccaneers with uh, Leonard Fournette have great mm -hmm. running. Los, Los Angeles Chargers have Austin Eckler, great running. Mm -hmm. Even when Justin Jackson came in, they had great running. Um, the Cowboys were, Zeke, you, I mean, Zeke has been injured, but he, they yeah. can the offensive line. They can the run Colts, the ball. The Colts you know, are a running team. The, Niners, Taylor, yep. the Niners have put Debo Samuel back there. I, I understand mm -hmm. where people, mm -hmm. Washington has, uh, as Antonio Gibson, I understand where people are like, oh, it's a passive league, passing, passing league. That's a fallacy. If you can't run the ball, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You can't, you, the only thing that you do, and we saw this at the end of the Tampa Bay Bills game, when you go out there and you throw three times in a row, you stop the clock and your team, your offense leaves the, the field early and your defense is gassed. The, one of the things that kept the Bills in the game is that the Tampa Bay defense was gassed because in situations where you expect them to run, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started throwing the ball. Right. Late in the game, there was a, a drive where they threw the ball like three times. I was like, what? I was shocked that they didn't run. They just started to run the clock out. I, I was completely shocked. But even though they, they had a Fournette, he wasn't hurt or anything. Or even if, give, it to, give it the rock to Ronald Jones. And hey, who cares? Just run the clock. I was pretty keep i was pretty the clock rolling keep the, i mean that's that's that is the entire story of the patriots against the uh, falcons in the super bowl right tevin coleman goes out they lose their big back they can't rush the ball up the middle with uh devonta freeman mm -hmm. they proceed to throw their deep offense gets off the field quickly and you give the ball back to tom brady mm -hmm. just over and over and over again yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing but yeah um let's move it along oh bed another game which was pretty pretty big blowout was kansas city over las vegas i think it's safe to say oh bad that kansas city is back in full form um i know we're i disagree 100 percent, but continue oh, wow okay i can't believe you're gonna say that but you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna keep talking about it because dude can't we're not seeing what kansas city is doing i mean they're continuing to win i mean they're what they're at what six straight wins now if not seven um, if you can see, yeah, I mean, what's set going off of uh, just past Thursday night against the Chargers, which is now week 15's matchups, dude, they are finding ways to win and win effectively. You know, this Chargers game was, was a close, but we're talking about the, the Raiders game. The Raiders came out talking a lot of nonsense, stomping on the logo of the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just straight up blew them out in this one 48 to 9. I mean, Mahomes had a efficient albeit not a wow kind of game, but he was 20 of 24. You know, he didn't, he only threw for like 258 and two scores, but dude, he was efficient with the football, which is most important. And the Chiefs ran the ball well for over 130 yards when the Raiders didn't even have 50 yards on the, on the ground. So, I mean, Obed, tell me why you don't think the Chiefs are back in form and why they're not a clear-cut favorite right now for the AFC. Let's go way back. Let's go way, way back. Um, this streak that they're on, they beat the Giants ass. They beat Jordan loves Packers because if the bad man is back there, they're getting their doors blown off. Again, they won by six points in that game. Mm -hmm. The Raiders ass, the Cowboys. Okay. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there were some injuries in that game, but I'll, I'll give you that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Broncos who the Raiders who and in this Chargers game, the Chargers had an opportunity four separate times. I'll, I'll say hardcore three, but four separate times to kick a field goal. And if they kick one field goal instead of this nonsense of going for it on fourth down, mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. win the game. Mm -hmm. The, the uh, Raiders in that losing game that they had, they refused to play cover two shell, of which we have seen that just took away uh, the whatever the Chiefs wanted to do over the last few games when they were losing. Um, let, let's be honest here. The only people that you're playing against when you play against the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, 
and Travis Kelsey. And if you don't cover those guys, you're going to lose, right? This was this, the, this, they won this game on bad coaching that I don't, I don't, this is more about the chargers losing than the chiefs winning because the chargers were in a position to control this game and just gave up on it for whatever reason of bravado right? Mm-hmm. It's fine. The rest of the, the Chiefs schedule is cupcake and people are going to act like they're this all begotten team. The Chiefs could easily get their blown, their doors blown off in the postseason with the kind of things that they've put on tape. Okay. All right. Not a, they, not, I mean, if they get this number one right now, they're in first place. I mean, because obviously they started week 15 already. The Patriots haven't played yet. You know, we're just that we're, we're behind. But I mean, if they get that number one seed, get that bye week, I can easily see them winning their divisional round, depending on who that, you know, really, who their, their opponent would be because, you know, your Patriots could probably be the two or number three seed. I don't, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent confident. They'll make it out of the first round, you know, depending upon who yeah. they play. That's why I say that, especially if they play, you know, let's say Buffalo or Indianapolis. I mean, oh, I think the Patriots can beat both those teams. The Patriots already proved they could beat the, the bills without throwing four passes so you know there's no, no there's no background uh information there that lets me think that the bills are going to come and beat the patriots but we're going to find out next week when they yeah. play okay so. all right that's true we, we will um but yeah man the chase the chiefs i think momentum is a big factor in the nfl and the fact that they're now they were on a six game win streak and then going to the now now as we know, on a seven-game win streak now, then if you got the steelers after that and then the bengals and broncos they could easily win out easily you know, and finish the year third, 13 and four um, and possibly, probably be the number one seed in the AFC, which they have been, you know, the past couple of years, you know, we're going to back-to-back Super Bowls. I think your teams are going to look at them like, hey, these are the Chiefs we've seen the last two seasons, dude, and they're going to come in a little shook, dude, you know. But again, we'll see how it goes. Um, I think Mahomes, like I said, he was a very effective with the fo- football in this one uh, against the Raiders, you know, uh, didn't, th- didn't throw any interceptions. Like I said, only co- missed four four completions. This is what they need from them. This is what they need from their guys um, and from, from their leader and their half a billion dollar man in Patrick Mahomey Mahomes. So we're going to see how, how it goes for the, for the Chiefs so bad. We're going to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other matchup I wanted to highlight from week uh, 14 was the Arizona LA one. I think that was from Monday night. We were watching that together. And I said it, you know, this was a win that the Rams needed more than anything else. They, they needed to prove that they're still a top tier team in this, uh, and they're not only their division, but in the NFC, even in, even in the entire NFL for that matter, to be honest. They came out with a victory 30 to 23 over the Arizona Cardinals. Um, do you, let me ask you this, go bed. Do you think that the Rams are clearly a better team than Arizona? Or maybe this was just one good game that they put together for the victory? I mean, I wouldn't say it was one good game because the Rams, you know, have have played well in certain spots, um, you know, and for really the beginning of the season, they played very well. But I think, again, the, another situation where the team in control lost this game more than the team that won it won. You know, I, I you the Cardinals have found ways to win without having their studs back there in Kyler Murray missing DeAndre Hopkins who's now out for the year he actually got injured in that game as well being able to find ways to win Mm -hmm. um it was bonehead play I mean just bone the Kyler Murray literally threw the ball to somebody told me they they played uh division two football as a corner and they said the difference between division two football and division one football is that quarterbacks in division one don't just throw the ball to you Kyler Murray made a division two maybe even division three decision with the ball and just threw it like he like he thought he could just get it right over a guy who's like six three 250 pounds and the dude just jumped in the air and grabbed the ball I'm in his fucking bush league Kyler Murray <laughs> was out there missing passes you know I I want to I want to what this comes down to is coaching and Sean McVay will always be smarter than Cliff Kingsbury and I don't know when Cliff Kingsbury is going to figure out because I don't think Cliff is a smart coach. Um, really? But, you know, it, it's, it's no, I, I do honestly don't think Cliff Kingsbury is an is a intelligent, smart coach, you know, and we're going to see if you, you can't have a 10 and three schedule and look like you could be beaten because you guys just don't do what needs to be done. Run the ball in spots where it needs to be run, throw the, stop trying to throw the ball to every single player and focus on who has got the best matchup and attack Mm -hmm. that matchup. Mm -hmm. If you're getting easy chunk plays from Zach Ertz, it needs to be the Zach Ertz show. 
If you're getting, if your fastest guy is Rondale Moore, you need to start throwing screens to him, right? If AJ Green is getting things done against the second corner, you need to continue throwing AJ. AJ, AJ Green should probably should have had 200 yards in this game, right, two right. touchdowns. Yeah. You know, like it, it's again, it. I think what the difference between these two teams, even though one might have a more talented roster, is coaching. Do you? Well, I was going to say, well, adding to the kind of miscues, do you think that's lack of experience in a young uh, quarterback in Kyler Murray? Or because I can't, I don't think I can put all of those like throw, like you said, throws, throws. You can't put that on the coaching. He's not out there slinging the rock. Mur- Murray's the one doing that. You know, keep feeding AJ Green, like you just said. That's fine. You know, but calling the plays, I get that, but I don't think it was bad play calling. I think that's just the inexperience of a young quarterback. I mean, there's, there's adjustments there, right? Like, Hey, Kyler, it's time to start running. Kyler didn't start running until later in the game, showing that he was healthy. Kyler, if it's not there, don't look, he looked for the check down and then going for the check down, he tried to throw a nice a little pop to the check down and got picked off. Kyler mm-hmm. run, shake that guy. He's two sixty six three. You mm-hmm. could break his ankles, get a first down and get out of bounds. Why are <laughs> you trying to pop it over him? Yeah, he only he only ran the ball seven times, uh, but he still led the team in rushing for 61 yards. So, yeah. But I mean, on the other side, the Rams looked good. Matthew Stafford, you know, pretty effective. Roselle only 23 of 30 for 287 and three scores. You know, OBJ got in the end zone. Cooper Cup doing his usual Cooper Cup things of 2021. I, I, if this guy is not the offensive player of the year, then damn it, I guess I don't know offense because good Lord, Cooper Cup is having one of the best seasons ever as a as a wide receiver man this guy is lighting it up 13 catches for 123 yards and a score this kid is balling out this he's dude. doing megatron stuff without a megatron body um i think <laughs> right? it was very telling if anything wins him the offensive player of the year award it is the fact that he broke down what happened on a touchdown route play that he ran uh to the interviewer in a way that people <laughs> just thought he spent like the man is when you got a guy who's reading defenses and to me sounds like better than some quarterbacks are reading defenses that is a very <laughs> good offensive weapon that's a guy who's in the film room and studying and knows and knows his job and knows his assignments perfectly extremely extremely well you can't test him you can't test him and if you're just some some dumb corner or dumb safety he's going to play games with you and that's what he's Mm -hmm. been doing all year Mm -hmm. i have a question sherman um is odell beckham jr washed no i think he seemed quote-unquote washed in cleveland because because of the quarterback and because of the system i think obj has extreme talent and can still be considered one of the top 10 wide receivers in this league in the right system. I think this is going to be, again, this has been what, three, four weeks now he's been here, right? Four weeks, like four weeks and a bye, four weeks and a bye. It's going to, you know, he didn't, Cooper Cup had an entire, he's, he's been in there for years. He, other, these other guys had an entire offseason to, you know, work in. OBJ yeah. is still trying to just get in the mix, dude. You know what I mean? It's not the yeah. same thing as having an entire offseason to get prepared and get ready for the squad and knowing the offense, meshing with your QB. Remember, brand new quarterback, brand new team. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got to learn it. So I don't, I don't think, I don't think OBJ is watched at all, dude. I don't, honestly, they need to take Kevin Stefanski's coach of the year award away. Uh, and I might, this is, hey, pop quiz you right you mad uh sherman baker mayfield is not going to get a contract extension of longer than three years from the browns if he gets one at all damn it okay you might be right i mean well here's the thing i think this is his fourth year right so he he has a fifth year option right yeah yeah i think they're gonna pick up his fifth year option first and then evaluate him next after next season and then We'll see. It, so that's going to determine if he still plays this kind of mediocre ball that he, what he's been doing, yeah. he'll probably be able to get three years. But if he kind of excels next season at the restriction option, he could get that four or five year deal that he's looking for, you know, where it's, you know, like a hundred million dollar deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But he's, he has to, I think, yeah, but I, I, he's not getting the contract now. There's no way. Yeah. There's, yeah. I don't think there's any way he gets an extension right now. I think they just pick up his option and just be mm-hmm. done with it. Like, all right, dude, Listen, we like you, you cool and all, but you gotta you gotta give us something. You know yeah. what I mean? They yeah. did great. It's, they had they had, they had a good year last year. They made the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Did, they, did, 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 did he have a good year or did the running backs have a great year? Okay. <laughs> it was it was the Fair Nick enough. Chubb and Kareem Hunt show because Fair they're enough. hiding him behind two thousand yard rushers. So old boy needs to figure it out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Roy. Yeah. But the Rams really quickly as we, before we move on. Yeah. I still think are one of the legit teams in the NFL. OBJ can really, he can still throw, he can still rock out. Like I said, let him be on this squad next year. Let them have a full off season, you know, OTAs and training camp and, you know, and then in preseason and all that jazz. Yeah. Dude, the Rams, they're going to be, right? the offense is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be good. This is exactly yeah. what they needed. And, and especially in Matthew Stafford. Yes. Um, I feel like they got there, man. I'm so, I'm so happy for Stafford, bro. Me too. Yeah. Getting out of Detroit. Oh yeah. my God. His he looks talent, like he's enjoying football again. His talent was being wasted in Detroit. Uh, you know, it's almost yeah. like, him staying, him, if he would have stayed in Detroit, it's kind of like in the NBA, Damian Lillard staying in Portland. 100%. Wasn't go, not going to win. Not going to win anything. There's no so. future there. I'm, I'm sorry. I know that you love that city and they've been loyal to you and on. It's, it's a, you want, you got into the sport because you like winning. You enjoy the com- the competition. Go and find the competition and go and get your W's. Yep, for sure. Um, let's keep it rolling a little bit. Um, the last topic, well, second line, we almost almost to the end here. We wanted to discuss was something that actually our guest Chris pointed out uh, last week, Urban Meyer. He has been out, outed as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just a tumultuous, uh, I guess, year for Urban Meyer, uh, you know, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, just 13 games into the season, he's been kicked to the curb. I mean, there's been reports of him kicking a player, shouting out, shouting at coaches, calling them losers and things like that. And I, and it's funny because I had said to Chris last week that, yeah, you know, he'd ask me, would he be the coach? I said, yes and no, because I thought he would finish out the year. He would leave on his own accord, and but he would they would want to keep him around. But you know what? The things just, everything just kept growing and growing. Kind of re- quickly to recap his time in Jacksonville. Back in February, he hi- they hired the former Iowa strength coach, Chris Doyle. He resigned the next day. Known racist, known racist. <laughs> October 2nd, video of him at the Ohio Bar Services. Instead of taking the plane back with his team after that game to Thursday night, he stayed in his stayed out in Ohio to Dakota, go hang out with family, got, got bags. Um, December 11th, the report emerges outlining tensions between Meyer and players and coaches. And then Wednesday last week, that former kicker Josh Lambeau alleges Meyer kicked him in the leg in the preseason. I mean, I don't know. Let me, I'll just say this. His NFL career is over. He's the, he'll never coach in the NFL again, but I do think he will coach in college. Not going to be now. It's not going to be anytime soon. Maybe he's going to take this. He's going to take a couple of years to kind of chill himself as he's been doing, you know, I think he took some time off after Ohio State for health reasons. He's going to be out of, he's going to be out of football for at least two to three years for sure. But I think let's say a job like a, a, a USC type job. I'm not saying USC because we know um, what's his name went there from Lincoln Riley, things like that, like a Oklahoma, like a big school job will open up and let's say three to four years, they will be calling Urban Meyer. I'm telling you, he will be back coaching in college in the next three to four years if a big job is available for him. You know, I, I appreciate that it's just you and me on this episode right now because we, we didn't even have to ask the question uh, if it was the right move um, because neither of us would, would ever question that uh, because I don't think either of us have ever voted conservative. Um, you got to, you got to be on some, you got to be on one, honestly, to like, to even have questioned if things, this was a sinking ship. Yeah. A lot of you, a lot of times there, the media will drag a player for their views. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving has been getting dragged, even though he's an outspoken, I don't want to be vaccinated, does not hide from it or anything of the sort. Um, mm-hmm. And even the little bit of information that has come out, you can watch the press conferences, you know, the, the uh, at one point, Urban Meyer said, hey, we're going to handle our football issues internally. And if we find out that there's a mole, then that person will be fired on the spot. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, this is the, the, the no snitching policy? The I didn't, no I didn't, snitching policy. I, 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 I didn't know that and, uh, the, uh, the gang gang rules was part of the NFL. There was, like, there are gang gang rules. What? And so, you know, <laughs> for anyone to come on our show and be like, well, uh, that coach doesn't deserve to get fired. He deserves to get dragged. Now that all the real stuff is coming out of why, because, you know, the way the NFL works is this stuff stays behind closed doors and still until that individual is gone, then the floodgates open up. Right. But even this is the same dude who, while on uh, it was like a daytime conversation with ESPN, your boy rolls in into the, the boathouse and it starts hitting a bong in the, in the mirror behind you 
<laughs> like no sense of, of what is the right thing to do, where the right place to be is, who the right people to hang out with is. And like somebody came on our show and defended that this guy does not deserve it. He deserved to get dragged. <laughs> and then you find out he assaulted a player. You kicked a kicker in the leg. You piece of <laughs> You deserve to get dragged. Uh, yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Oh, but I will disagree. He'll be a coach in like two years. Two he'll years. Be a, he'll be a college coach again in like two years. I think, like I said, I think that it has to be the right opportunity. It has to be like a big, like a big, uh, a big university. He'll be, like, like, he'll like be an Ohio. advisor. He'll be an advisor for like a season behind the scenes. And then uh, some stuff will shake around and they'll be like, we want to bring, we want, we want to get Urban's insight on it. And then Urban's going to be the head coach. Cause he wants to control everything. He wants to be in the, it's different. In the end, it, it was fine in college. It worked in college when you were trying to take over and, and coat and, and control 18 and 19, 20 year old kids. Yeah. He could these kick are, them and they won't say anything because right, they need these that are, scholarship. These are grown ass men in the NFL. You're dealing with and you you're dealing with players' livelihoods, bro. It ain't the same thing, man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm surprised he didn't come to a a, a post-game conference meeting with a black eye. For <laughs> real. For real. Like, because these guys are paid up. They don't care. They'll take the assault charge. Aaron Donald dropped the dude off of disrespect. They let you know that I mean? happen with somebody like Meyer. He'd be in traction. Yo, it's it's a different thing when you're talking about from college football to the NFL. Um, you can control. Sure, you can do I, I have a question though. Now that these players are signing contracts, like the guys who signed with the Brady brand and the soccer player who from UCLA who signed with ESPN, mm. do coaches have a right to be this way to them? Because if this is how Urban Meyer keeps things in house and keeps control, what happens when you're talking about a product that's already worth millions of dollars? Because they it's not a, a it's not about the money. It's about that you're coaching kids in school. And you're coaching adults who are, this is their profession in the NFL. Like he's not going to address the quarterback at, at, like I said, at at a university, the same way he would address an NFL quarterback. Like let's say he was addressing Tom Brady or a Ben Roethlisberger or or something like that. You know what I mean? Or a veteran QB who's, you know, 30, 34 years old, something like whatever the case may be is, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to talk to them the same way. He's going to talk to a 19 year old kid. Some, some sophomore, you know what I mean? Who, 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 who's still wet behind the ears, bro. It's, but, yo, you're but how a, wet are those kids going to be? His approach is going to be di- completely different. How, how wet behind the ears is a kid going to be who is a client, who is a money-earning product, who's an agent in their ear as soon as they not get from the university, practice. Not from the university, not from Urban Meyer. You know what I mean? Urban Meyer. You don't know cool. that. But you don't know that because Urban, Urban the, he's not going to have a handle on what these kids do. These kids can go and sign a contract, right? And they have an agent. An agent is going to look out for their best interest. If the kid comes home and, in a bad mood and tells the agent that the coach did this, I you know wonder what? what happens then. And Urban says, all right, cool. You don't play this week. Kick rocks. I got I got, I got, I got 10 other guys who want to rock out. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing. Transfer portal. Transfer you, portal. You know what I mean? It's not Bye, the same Dr. thing. Pepper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, you guys need a punter? Nah, I got Dr. Pepper. Welcome to the team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same thing. Like I said, in the NFL, if 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 uh if Trevor Lawrence is acting up, he's not gonna bench Trevor Lawrence. Like, nah, dude, I need to, I, I need this little one. Oh my god, you know what I mean? I got millions Facts. of people watching this Facts. game. Facts. Whereas if he if he has if he's at Ohio State or whatever the case is. And some sophomore dude is 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 uh, is messing up in school, whatever like that. He can bench this kid for a half half, uh, half a game or whatever it is, and it's not gonna it's not gonna be anything. Oh, the kid messed up. Oh, okay, yeah, we get it. You know, he was late to class or he had some he had some trouble on, on some skirmish on campus. We get that. Good job. D- discipline the kid. You ain't going to discipline a 30, 32 year old dude. In the NFL. No, the you're not way. disciplining James Robinson for having his second fumble in like two years and putting <laughs> Carlos's Hyde's old ass out there. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't that, know. I, that was a bad look. You can't, it's not the same thing. But if you did that in college, people wouldn't really say as much of, 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 about it. You see what I'm Mom's saying? Start, I'm starting to wonder now because it's been a long time since Urban Meyer was a coach. You know what I mean? It's a long time since he was like a true coach and like the landscape is changing, right? Like the kind of activity, you know, this is the same thing that Dabo Sweeney was talking about where he's like, it's different. Dabo Sweeney signed a $93 million contract and then said they don't want to pay the kids because then he wouldn't have a job, but oh, they're paying the kids now and Dabo Sweeney's still coaching. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I, I just think that Urban Meyer's movements are going to be scrutinized very heavily now that like, I don't, I, we can't trust his, decision-making we can't trust 
his morals. So now it's like, oh, just because he's in college, it's going to be okay. I think he's going to get a shot, but I think eyes are going to be on him for everything he does, and he's going to have to take it at a reproach on stuff. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I they're going to be watching him very closely. Whatever and then whatever he comes, whenever he comes back in sort of any capacity, whatever that is, as you mentioned, as an advisor or whatever in the next couple of years. But he's never going to coach in the NFL again. I can tell you that. I think he kind of learned his lesson and he got what kind of similar to how Nick Saban was, you know, he, he went from college to the NFL. He wanted, he had that itch. He's like, Oh, yo, NFL seems cool. That's the glitz and glamor. Let me go, let me go check it out. And Ellison got there was like, nah, I'm good fam. Deuces. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Kind of similar. You know, I'm not the exact same thing, obviously with her mom, no. but he's like, he wanted to, he wanted to scratch that itch. He wanted to see what life yeah. was like in the NFL. And then it turns out that life, that life ain't for him. Do you think right. if he had gotten Drew Brees as opposed to the organization putting their foot down and taking Dante Culpepper that he probably would have stayed in the NFL? Nick Saban? Um, yeah. Obviously, it would have made things a whole lot different down in Miami for him. Um, maybe because, remember, what, what, I, what I think, I've said this to you before, winning cures all. It does. Winning cures does. all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, But hey, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, quickly, Obed, uh, before we get into our You Right, You Mad, there has been a complete outbreak of COVID-19 around the NFL team half half the league I think has bring has pretty much had COVID at this point if not more and teams have been just been decimated by you know with the putting their players on protocols and chances of missing games now they've actually had to reschedule numerous games the Raiders Browns that was scheduled for later today which Saturday has been moved to Monday the Seahawks and Rams are on playing on Tuesday the Washington and Philadelphia games on Tuesday as well too. What is it going to take for these players, these coaches, these, you know, assistants, whatever it is to realize they need to do what they need. You just said a few minutes ago, Kirk cousins, unvaccinated, yet has never had COVID, never had COVID. Why? Because he's probably, he's doing what he needs to do. Carson Wentz, I believe is not vaccinated as well either, but you see him on the sideline. Every single time he comes out off the sideline, he puts on his mask. He's in the, in the facilities with his mask. on. He's doing what he needs to do so he can play the game of football. Cause that is his job to be there. What did I, now one of the, was one phrase that I'll say this for the end of the time. Your best ability is availability. No matter who you are, you can be the best football player, the best basketball player, the best businessman, the best tax accountant. It don't matter what it is. If you cannot perform your duties, you cannot be out there doing your job. You're useless to your organization. Fact that that's that's just a fact. That's a fact. They can't do anything with you. I mean, it's why people are the murmurings of Christian McCaffrey. I mean, maybe it probably was a bad idea signing him to that big contract if you're going to run him into the ground like that. That's what I said Um, a couple weeks ago. But I I have to agree with you, Sharon. I mean, what what a team's going to have to do. I mean, honestly, teams are going to have to figure out if they actually have the vaccination rates that they talked about, because you can't tell me that teams are saying they have a 100% vaccination rate to start the year, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then we find out that some of your players have fake vaccine cards. So then you don't have a vaccination rate. So somebody was probably not unvaccinated, maybe COVID positive and passing COVID in your organization at practices and meetings because they gave you fake vaccination information. So they weren't vaccinated. So how many people have fake vaccination in the NFL right now Mm -hmm. and are just spreading COVID willfully? Mm. It was funny. We didn't even talk about that whole thing with AB. You know, I think we've talked about Antonio Brown so much on this show before. Got, <laughs> he's, got tired. he's good for media. He's good for media. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's he's he got into something else again. What do you know? What Dude, do you know? That dude's a headache. But anyway, you know, we don't even have to go that route. But I mean, they've they're they're apparently introducing stricter guidelines where they're limiting the players in the weight rooms again. All meetings are via Zoom or any other video conferencing, whatever the case is, you know, um, they're putting their guidelines down, which are, which is good in a way. The NBA has, has had a breakout a little bit, you know, the fact that the bulls had like half damn near on an entire team, like yeah. nine out of the 15 members had a, had a COVID last week or so. Yeah. Um, Montreal Canadians in the NHL, their most recent game, they said no fans in the stadium. The city is going through some stuff. They said no fans. Well, well you'll be able to watch the game at your house, but you mm-hmm. cannot come to the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's and you mentioned the Kyrie Irving a little Kyrie Irving a little bit ago. I think you talked about that. You briefly. Now the Nets are bringing him back to play in away games because he's unvaccinated, so he can't play in New York. 
but correct me if I'm wrong, visitors, visiting teams, excuse me, with unvaccinated players, I believe have been able to get their guys into the Barclays or the Weart in play. That doesn't make any sense. So there's a lot of, uh, huh? <laughs> of a lack of a better word going around too when it comes to all this now Nobody's here's the thing taking it seriously that's all it is here's the thing. Taking it seriously. and it's funny because i was having a uh, off-air uh, discussion with chris about this and he was saying hey, you know it's all Kyrie being 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 uh, being stupid or the team being stupid well Kyrie could have played though these all those away games if he wanted to he could have played you know what i mean if he really was like yo dude listen i'm not gonna get vaccinated but i want to be there for my team i want to help out he could have been in this, those away games this entire season you, you didn't have to have KD drop playing 48 minutes every yeah. every single night because because Kyrie's not around. And so then finally all of a sudden now then they're they're starting to lose games and they're they got they're missing players. It's like they're like, all right, we'll bring them back. I think I think it's on both sides of this, both sides of the spectrum. They have to take some sort of responsibility for this. Yeah. But at least show up and be there for your squad, dude. You know what I mean? And even like I said, back to the NFL, these guys just have to do better. I get it. You have your theories, you have your, your opinions and whatever the case is about it. Fine. Like we just talked about Kirk cousins and Carson Wentz, two prime examples. Yeah. Quarterbacks who lead their team every single week doing exactly what they need to do to be on the field. So why can't everyone else do the same damn thing? Hey bro. I mean, it's, it comes down to personal responsibility that people are trash. Like I, if you're not a, if you're not a scientist, a biologist, immunologist, I don't need you to tell me about doing your research. What, what is your research going on Facebook Live? What is, what is, your, what is your research going on Instagram? Doing, and doing it for the gram? Yeah. yeah like, like, come on, stop son. it. Like, just, just there. And there, the thing for me is the stubbornness of people. There are options. If you don't want to get vaccinated, wear your mask, stay away from people, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go out and be in restaurants without your mask off, eating around people knowing that you're unvaccinated. It, it, you know what? I, if you don't trust the science, fine. There are other options. Obviously, Kirk Cousin and Carson Wentz has showed us you can go an entire season without being vaccinated. If you do what you need to do, you're fine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I just don't get it. People are going so far as to give fake vaccination cards. You don't (laughs) want to wear a mask. You just want to give a fake vaccination card and then put others at risk. I, I I bet those guys don't wear condoms. (laughs) <laughs> for real real that's how i look at it like wait wait you're not willing to do anything to protect yourself you don't even care about protecting other people like it don't don't come at me with this and now and, you know it's like all this like oh omicron is, recklessness. Is, is you know omicron is is just going to come and go or it's mild but like they're clearly they just shut down a, a middle school out here in dc um you know some places are talking about it, it's it's we are it's it feels like we're in peak pandemic 2019 2020 Mm-hmm. all over again because people just don't want to take any precautions even the simplest of precautions you know mm-hmm. if you listen if you're concerned that wearing a mask hurts your manhood you probably got a little dick anyways honestly like let's mm-hmm. be real and as if that's if that's your worst concern then like bro you need to you know what i mean like you might as you might just give it up dog we know you the the inch meaner over there like let it go bro <laughs> wow bed dropping bombs on him this week dude Hot i fire. mean <laughs> spit out fire you know what i mean uh like i said it's about accountability but even like i said but whatever the case is you still have a job to do it. If you're not doing what you need to do for your job, then you will be disciplined and you can't get mad if you, be, if you are disciplined for not doing what you need to do. That's it. You know, if you go to work on Monday, you bed and you don't do what you're supposed to be doing and you can't work or you're not working, you're going to get in trouble, right? That's it. I can't go that many days of just not showing up to work and have it be all right. Right. You know, like, obviously they work in a different field and they have a little more leeway. Like I said, this is what I'm talking about the NIL athletes, right? Like Mm. Kyrie is worth millions of dollars to Nike. Kyrie is worth millions of dollars to many of his endorsements. So, you know, he already made hundreds of millions of dollars before he got to the Brooklyn Nets. So, I mean, you have to understand that like, this isn't a little kid who just came into the league who doesn't have any sway. Like he knows his value. And one thing that hurts a lot of businesses in America is when like, when your employee knows their value so that you can't pull some of this nonsense that companies do. Yeah. But again, for the regular guys, we can't, I can't do that and not get, I would not have a job if I missed my job like four days in a row. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into you right. You mad old bad. Uh, the first one I know it was kind of topic what 
we, we've been talking about the last couple of minutes here. You had, you had a statement you wanted to bring up because. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Sherman, yeah, yeah. Uh, you write, you mad COVID will be the decider of the playoff seating for the NFL. It's kind of funny wording it like that, but yeah, it's going to affect certain things. If they have to reschedule games or play in neutral sites or, you know, or Georgia's flat out, just miss a game. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to affect the playoff seating for sure. If, you know, if uh, a team where, they're, they're, let's say, one game back uh, uh, of, of the, the, let's say, the number one seed, you know, getting in that first round back. Remember, it's only one, one, one team gets a bye, you know, um, and if they have to just completely straight up just miss that last game, they're getting screwed over. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for sure, this is, and we're getting to the, we're, we're about to be in the playoffs in four weeks. We're going to be in the playoffs, yeah. right? So yeah, 100% right. Uh, you're right, Obed. Yeah, because COVID, it, it will have a, prolific outcome on the seating if the if the nfl if these teams cannot get it together okay do do you think they don't do you think it's a good idea to just say bubble it up and don't because we were able to get through all this stuff when we domed and it was just less people you know you and i went to we went to the the tampa bay game we definitely hung out with uh you know captain covid and the unvaccinates out there you Mm -hmm. know while we were in the stands and it seemed very (laughs) comfy work people are yelling spitting on each other shouting we passed a beer down all the way i can't imagine somebody didn't put some COVID on that beer can that mm. every single person touched in our row <laughs> i made <laughs> sure not to touch that down so oh, not me no sir <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh man it's just they got they got to figure it out dude they got to just figure it out and get it together so as simple as that do what you got to do because if you're a potential trying to get that number one overall seed or even trying to get a home playoff game and your team can literally cannot be out on the field. You cannot put a full squad on the field or whatever the case is. Your starting quarterback, your starting re- running back, your starting middle linebacker and safety can't be out there because you didn't follow protocols, then shame on you and that's your fault. And if you're going to miss the number one or number two seed or the, whatever the case is because of that, you know, that's, that's on you. So, yeah, Obed, you're right. You're right for sure. Um, Obed, I've got one for you, kind of taking a little bit of turn here. Um, quarterback Aaron Rodgers will not be a Green Bay Packer next season. Sherman, I think you're right. I mean, honestly, it's it's really hard for me to see him come back to this organization knowing the tumultuousness they went through last year. That tumultuous has been continued. Like you, you, the uh Gudenkunst and LaFleur made terrible decision making in believing that Aaron Rodgers was going to be uh on the downslope of his career three years ago with the way they handled the last two drafts and what happened this past offseason you know they they quickly decided that oh he's getting the 40 you know he's not he's like 37 he's getting the 40 and he's gonna so when he was 34 35 years old you thought he was out of gas do you know what what Ben Roethlisberger looked like at 34, 35? My God, you know, it's 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 sad, but like the greener pastures, if he goes to Denver, the, the Denver Broncos, they're probably in first position, first place for the uh, AFC crown. He could take the Broncos in the same division as Patrick Mahomes and wash the Chiefs because he's got multiple guys. We have the issue that they don't know what to do with Courtney. Listen, look at what the Broncos have quietly done. They have paid all three of their wide receivers almost. They have great running game. They already have a good defense defense it's going to have some great corners right all that team needs is a quarterback and it could be a game changer for them i think they need a quarterback and a receiver and maybe even another line a linebacker dude um i don't think you don't like jerry judy and Cortland Sutton and Tim jerry, Patrick? jerry you know, judy's no okay fan. he's hurt Noah Fant is all right. I like. I do like Melvin Gordon, the running back. Um, Von Miller. Javante a, Williams is about to be a beast. Dog. Melvin Gordon won't be there next year. Uh, Von Miller is gone, as we know. He's over there in LA. That's a big. That's a big role to fill. Um, you know, Denver. Yeah, they haven't had a quarterback since John Elway. We know that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Peyton. 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 Oh, okay. One, so, yeah, two, yeah. Like, two good years. Yeah. yeah, Peyton. They did have Peyton. Excuse me. They did. He did win a Super Bowl. Whatever. He took him to one to two Super Bowls and won one. That's fine. You know, no problem there. Um, but yeah, Aaron, just back to Aaron Rodgers himself. You know, like I said, because I'm bringing this up because he was on the Pat McAfee show the other day, and McAfee should have asked him, "Do you love being a Green Bay Packer?" And he goes, and his answer was, "I love playing ball." <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very easy question. Yes. Yeah. You, you say yes. Love it. I'm having a great time. You, you say yes if you do. Even if you, you don't, you, you don't leave 
the ter- you don't leave your response open to interpretation and to the media because they're going to just going to pounce it, which they all did. Every single network was like, whoa, what's happening here? You know what I mean? He, I feel like, and he's, I feel he knows what he's doing and I think he's doing it on purpose almost. It's that kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm kind of an ass, but yeah. it doesn't matter because I'm damn good at my job type of guy. You know, it's like, you know what? He can be that way. Why? Because he's Aaron freaking rogers he's that bad man you know like i've said he's probably arguably the most from an arm talent perspective the best quarterback we've ever seen from an arm talent you know what i mean you, you know he won't go down as the greatest well tom brady will probably be, go down as the greatest qb but just from an arm talent wise he's probably the best we've ever seen and you put him in different scenarios with different players i i mean this guy could have multiple championships instead of just one you know this guy could have certainly multiple championships, but anyway, but like I said, I don't think he's in Green Bay next year. Um, agree with you. Where, where would he go? I don't know. I, I for a second I was going to say Indianapolis, not with, sure with his politics and the way he operates, he's going to go live out in the in the cowboy land of, of Denver. I just think it, it's he can go there and he can take his ivermectin and he can hang out with his crazy, uh, you know, medicine creating girlfriend you know fiance whatever um <laughs> i just you know he i think it's immunized you know his i i i keep hearing the rumors about the steelers but i just don't know why he would be, nobody wants to go to pittsburgh let's stop it let's stop it. <laughs> you get drafted there and love it but pittsburgh isn't like pittsburgh ain't the kind of town i want to spend the rest of my the last of my career years in you know what i mean <laughs> all right we'll see how that goes let's get into the picks obed uh this week for week 15 week 14 was a damn good week uh if i, if I do say so for for, for, yeah. for, for both of us yeah it. we killed it for sure i think we both went 12 and 2 in that one um so that was a good one there for us let's get into week 15 um as we know the thursday night game already happened between kansas yeah. city and la uh, but I had actually picked KC and you had picked LA. So then we come yeah. up, I'm one up on there, but let's get into it. So first off, Las Vegas at Cleveland. And now we know this game has been switched over to Monday. It was supposed to be today. Um, I'm going to go Vegas just because we're not even sure if Baker Mayfield will be out there. And Jarvis Landry doesn't think he's going to be out there. Half the damn Browns teams probably might be missing. They're going to try to, if they, if they come, you know, come comply with a negative tests and things like that of the, of the next couple of days, they, sh- they could be, but it, it's too much to handle the coach Kevin Stefanski. I think had tested positive for COVID as well, too. Too much nonsense going on on that side. Um, but give it to the Raiders. Yeah. All the Raiders. Uh, New England at Indianapolis. That is, that's going to be tonight. If I'm not mistaken, that's going to be a big one for your Patriots old bed, but uh, I'm going to go to Indianapolis. It's in Indy. Um, Jonathan Taylor leading MV- as a definitely MVP candidate this year. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Coles. You know, I'm going to switch my pitch to New England because okay. New England off a of bye. They've had two weeks to prepare for them. This is still Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has never beaten the Patriots as far as I'm concerned because Nick Foles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, they're, the Bills are, excuse me, the Colts are content to have Jonathan Taylor do all the work. So that means Jonathan Taylor has to run through what is one of the stingiest rush defenses in the NFL. So I like New England's chances. Okay. All right. We'll see how that goes. Um, Carolina at Buffalo. I'll tell you right now, Buffalo win this game. They're done for sure. I'm already scared as it is. I mean, I know Buffalo, they're in the, they're sitting in that, that seven spot. So they're technically still in the playoff. Oh, as of right now, if the season ended today, they would get in. Um, but I mean, if you've got what three teams right behind them at the same record at seven and six, so they damn well better win this game. If not, they better they they damn well better win out. I mean, with Car- with you know, I mean, Carolina, New England, Atlanta, New York. Maybe you have one loss in there. Maybe it's against the Patriots, but you have to win now. You know, I mean, if you give a loss, you lost back to back games already. You can't lose. You can't go down or lose three in a row but let's, let's go bills. Yep. Let's go bills. Arizona at Detroit. If Arizona doesn't win this game, that's a damn shame. Even without Deandre Hopkins, they should easily win this one. Cardinals all the way. Absolutely. It's a shame that Deandre Hopkins is out for the season, but yeah, this is Arizona. Arizona should be on a roll right now. They should have won last week, but they'll definitely this, win this week. I think that loss changes their entire dynamic going forward. To be honest, I don't think they're as potent as an offense without him. I think we can both agree on that one. Yeah. 
New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Jets are just terrible, as we know. Miami all the way. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Gotta go, Miami. Even though I've seen, you know, New York that is, is terrible, but has played a little bit better. I like what <laughs> the progression I've seen from Zach Wilson. I thought he was a for sure dud uh, before he got injured. But he came yeah. back and he's been playing a lot better. Okay, um, Dallas at New York, um, NFC East matchup here. I don't. I still don't think Daniel Jones is back. If I'm not mistaken, he's got so yeah. many injuries. They're just a, yeah. They're overall a bad team. Um, Dallas should be an easy one for them. I like seeing Saquon play again. That's that's kind of been good for me to, to mm-hmm. at least see him be healthy. I'm sure good for him as well. But I'm yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I'm 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 so happy to see him healthy. That's the biggest yeah. thing for me. And he's yeah. such a talent, dude. I feel I just feel really bad for him. If he keeps getting injured, he might end up like a Christian McCaffrey. You're one of the most talented players in the NFL and just keep getting injured. I hope it doesn't continue for him, his injuries, but we'll see. Uh, Washington at Philadelphia. This one has been moved to Tuesday, as we mentioned before. Um, I'm going to go Philly. It's one of the ones at home for them. Um, Washington, I still don't think Tyler Heineke. Um, like 17 players on the COVID-19 list, and they just moved Tyler Heineke to the list. And Jonathan oh, Allen just came off the list. Oh, but. my goodness. Yeah, Philadelphia all the way, right? Uh, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, we talked about them. They've just coming up short pretty week after week. Ben Roethlisberger has basically looking like a shell of himself as a quarterback. He's going to be done this year. Um, Tennessee for this one, for sure. Julio is back. I, I'm, I'm really surprised. I know Julio has been hurt a lot this year, but damn it. Julio was a phenom in Atlanta. And this, this move to Tennessee has not been looking like the right move for him. I thought this offense would be a powerhouse. Obviously losing Derrick Henry was a big loss for them, but I yeah. thought this offense was going to be tops in the league. Yeah. But Tennessee yeah. was it. Tennessee was this one. Um, I, I didn't think there were any tops in the league because there's just not enough balls to go around. Honestly, if anything, uh, it's the downtime that hurts you when you're injured. It's the not using that body part enough. And if there's nothing I know more about Tennessee, their wide receivers probably get real stale on the sideline or get real stale just blocking, right? At least he was always in motion with Atlanta, always moving. So he would take some time off, but he was going to get warm in game and he was going to play make plays in the end of the game. He doesn't have that now. He's just cold. And then when they finally turned to him, the rust is there. So I think he needs to get out of there and get to a place where they're actually going to throw the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee in this game. Okay. Houston at Jacksonville, probably the two worst teams in the NFL. I don't think anyone really cares about this AFC South matchup, but I'm going to go with Houston for the win. Going to go with Houston as well. Cincinnati at Denver. Uh, Cincy in, in this one. Uh, Joe Burrow's having a good – Jamar Chase, candidate for rookie of the year. Yeah. Can, definitely candidate for offensive rookie of the year. Let's go Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bengals. Uh, Atlanta at San Fran. I think it's another easy one here. San Francisco all the way. The defense is playing better. Uh, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa is, uh, excuse me. Uh, Nick Nick Bosa. Excuse me. Definitely one of the best uh, def- uh, defensive ed- uh, defense ends in, in the entire NFL. Um, I'm going Niners. Yeah, I'm going to go Niners. Amazing what they've been able to do while Elon Mitchell is injured and have Debo Samuel taking carries. I mean, that's just amazing. You know, there are times where Kyle Shanahan is a bonehead doing dumb things and hurting his (laughs) roster and hurting their ability to win games, but that actually worked. They're bringing along uh, Brandon Ayuk. I like what I'm seeing. Seattle at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Again, that one has moved to Tuesday as well. have to go Rams. I feel bad for Russell Wilson. The team is just so terrible this year. Again, I think it's Russell's last year in Seattle. He's going to demand a trade, uh, but I'm going to go Rams. Yeah, I wonder where he ends up, if you have any ideas. I am also going to go uh, Los Angeles in this game because, damn it, they look good. OBJ is, looks real OBJ-ish. It's very nice. You know, I don't have an idea. I don't have a destination for Russell just yet, but I think he'll, you know, Man, I'm wondering where he could go at the moment. You know, I, well, we we can get into that another time. But yeah, I definitely still think yeah. it's his last. I was going to say New Orleans. I think he'll be in New Orleans. Ooh, ooh, very good one, very good one right there. Because that's exactly what they need. Even though, even though with James Winston um, still there, I know he he's out because of injury. It's only a one-year contract. He didn't sign any more than one year. The the, the backup, uh, Taysom Hill, has two years on his contract. So, mm-hmm. and I think they they'd be ready to move Taysom back to a uh, you know special scat back, back role. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And they can have that veteran leadership in Russell Wilson. And if Michael Thomas comes back healthy next year, oh, that's going to be yeah. a good look for sure. Uh, Green Bay at Baltimore. Green Bay, like we talked about it, 
Lamar is hurt, they're going to probably roll out Tyler Huntley in this one. Packers should easily win this game. Yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay, the Sunday night matchup. Tampa Bay all the way. I mean, Taysom Hill's not the answer. Uh, this is a good matchup, kind of, you know, Saints and Buccaneers once again. If Obviously, if Drew Brees was still around, this would have been Brees and Brady again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. This, would, this would have been an amazing matchup of Sunday night football in prime time. But uh, Buck, Bucks all the way. Would have been Purdue, Michigan, like back in the 90s. But, yeah, no, I'm going to go okay. Tampa Bay. And the last matchup or two, we'll take a look at Minnesota at Chicago. Chicago's just bad. Um, I have to say Minnesota. Like we talked, we talked about them in depth earlier in the show. Um, just, just so many tough losses for them in such close games. Uh, but I'm going Vikings. Part of me wants to take Chicago. And if mm-hmm. Chicago wins this game, this is the game that gets Mike Zimmer fired at the end of the season. Wow. Uh, to fall to six and eight, because, you know, <laughs> I like, I just, I feel like, uh, the quarterback there and Justin Fields is getting more confidence coming back, feels good about throwing the people. Maybe he can come back and start throwing at Allen Robinson. Apparently Matt Nagy did not allow Allen Robinson and Justin Fields to get time throwing together, having him run the first team off. And so all they've just been trying to get a rapport and get on the same page. It doesn't help that Allen Robinson got injured. I'll go Minnesota, but we wouldn't surprise us if Minnesota bungled this game. They they almost bungled this game, if not for Chase Kate Claypool against Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, Obed, any last words for the people before we head out this week? You know what? Focus on having a good time with family. Um, I have to say, you know, watch out for the sugar cookies. You know, I'm, I only mess with <laughs> the green sprinkle trees and the red sprinkle Santa heads. Oh, got him, dude. I definitely started, I already started on those sugar cookies yesterday. <laughs> it's that time of year, all the treats and desserts are coming out, man. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be, in, it's been a heck of a year, 2021. We're almost at the end of it, a couple of weeks away. So we'll maybe do a re- recap in a little bit. But folks, appreciate you joining in once again. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for Obed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.